Welcome to the Riverside Church Podcast. We hope today's message encourages you and strengthens your walk with God. Enjoy the message. For our House to House series, what we're going to be talking about tonight is perseverance. Yeah. Perseverance. And um, when I think about perseverance, and be, and be sure to submit any questions you'll have about this throughout the night, throughout the conversation um, regarding perseverance, and we will get to those um, at the end or during our conversation. But when I think about perseverance, and I think about the Word of God, I think about the Bible, if there's one reoccurring theme that I see, is I always see it is a person or a group of persons persevering through something. I mean, perseverance is always a theme in the Word of God. And when, when I read Scripture, it's always if, to Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, you know, the Hebrew nation persevering through the wilderness. Um, you know, Joseph persevering through the prison, persevering through all the, through the pits, it gets the palace. And it seems like perseverance is a reoccurring theme in the Old Testament and the New Testament. Yeah. And so when I think about perseverance, and I see, and when I read scripture, I see these people going through persevering. I always see when somebody perseveres through something, whether it be Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, there's always a promise at the end of that yeah. perseverance. Yeah. And so when I was thinking about perseverance in my study time, what I was thinking about is that perseverance is so powerful because perseverance is what prepares you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. See, if, if you don't go through the perseverance, you're not going to be prepared for the promise that God's going to give you. Well, yeah, you know, when I was right. thinking about Joseph and all the things he persevered through, yeah. he wouldn't have been prepared for the palace if he didn't persevere through the prison. That's good. If he didn't persevere through the pit. So good. And so when we open up this, you know, conversation about perseverance is, you know, it prepares you for things. It prepares you for promises. It, it yeah. gets you outside your comfort zone. And so whenever I think about perseverance, I get excited. Yeah. Because yeah. I know that there's something on the other side. Yeah. And, we, and, we, and we, we start talking about perseverance specifically for tonight because where we are as a nation, yeah. as a community, it seems like right now, it, it's in time of everything, we're persevering through something right now. Yeah. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that we have to be sad, but it doesn't mean that we need to go into our shell. That's something that, hey, we're persevering through something. That means that there's going to be a promise on the other side. Yeah. Of us. That's, yeah. that's what I was thinking about with perseverance. It prepares us. It prepares us for what God is bringing towards us, bringing towards in our life. So I was thinking about perseverance. If anybody wants to add to that. I think that's so good, bro. I mean, honestly, what you said was spot on. I know I have stuff I want to say, but mom, dad, Haley, anything you want to say first? Um, yeah, that was so good, by the way. Uh, when I think about the word perseverance, um, I, for me, I always think about race, a race, running a race. And, um, you know, that was one of the things I did when I was young. I, I was in track, I was in cross country, and, um, you know, to endure that race, you know, the cross country was just the three mile race, but was that considered a 5K, I believe. And anyway, so, but, but, but I had something to look forward to at the end of the race, and that was just finished going through that finish line. But uh, in Hebrews uh, chapter 12, in, in part of the scripture, um, I think it's uh, verse 2, I didn't even write it down, but it says this, let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. This is the key though. For people of God that are persevering and going through things right now, this is the key. Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. So while we're persevering, yes, it's hard. Yes, right now we're all going through a hard time. It's a struggle. It's, it's a new way of life for all of us. But at the same time, while we are persevering, we're in a race, right? 
But God is doing a work inside each and every one of us, too. It says that he is perfecting our faith. And so through this trial, through this tribulation, through the things that we're going through, he's developing something great inside of us at the same time if we allow him to. So I think of a race is what I think of. That's good. Hey, also, I want to speak to everybody. If you're submitting questions, make sure that you submit any questions on the Riverside Church um, page through the comment section on there. Because if you submit it through a watch party, we won't be able to see that. But if you have to submit it directly on our primary page, but mom, that's so good. I love that. Yeah, yeah I want to say something about that. Remember that everything Jesus went through, what happened inside of him, we were going to be the recipients of every good character that came through his spirit. So the scripture says that we've not been tempted to the point of the shedding of blood means that it's not that bad but jesus was actually tempted to the point where he shed his blood yeah the thing to consider i think during this season that we're in is that when we face our our struggle or face the pandemic when we look at it we have to consider how much are we actually suffering compared to how much Jesus suffered? Mm. I mean, there's there's something to be said. Someone said this one time. Um, you would have a better appreciation of something in your life, like shoes, when you see. There's always someone who has it worse or has been through yeah. worse. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, that's one thing to consider when it comes to perseverance that, that I always think about. How bad how how bad is it really? Yeah. I mean, we have financial challenges and we have uh, challenges in the workplace, challenges with this sickness, with trying to refrain from um, coming in certain footage with somebody standing, you know, social distancing. But how bad is it? Right now, we have to pray for those that are actually in it and have been affected. So where we come into place is some they're they're persevering in their health, yeah. but we can help them persevere through prayer. That's good. Yeah. It's not just about us. Perseverance is not just about us when we're in trouble. It's mm -hmm. really about being the strength for somebody else that mm -hmm. is. So the point is, is I, I think the important part is is that the same God that's in them is in you. We can, through the body, make a difference through prayer. Yeah. Prayer is the key in perseverance. There's so many acronyms that have been, that have been uh, uh, tagged to the word push. You know, pray until something happens. Yeah. Pray until success happens. Yeah. Or persevere. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. That brings, something, yeah, that brings something to mind because when I think about perseverance, sometimes you feel this pressure to be perfect. Perseverance doesn't mean you have to be perfect. No. That's good. When you're no. persevering through something, that doesn't mean that you needed to, like during this time of difficulty or uncertainty, it doesn't mean we don't have to make every perfect move. We just make sure to persevere through something. It doesn't mean to be perfect. You just make sure you need to be leaning on the right things. Yeah. Who are you leaning on during this time? Yeah. Because if you lean on the wrong things and you're leaning on people during times of uncertainty or you're leaning on the government, those things are always going to fail you. But if you're leaning on something yeah, that true. you can have, like right, if you're leaning on the Word of God, if you're leaning on Jesus, yeah. if you lean on to, on to those things, you don't have to be perfect. This is really where our true faith comes out. Mm -hmm. This is what we really um, we have helped us identify where our 
dependency is that? This is it right here. I mean, what are we dependent on? You know, the kingdom economy, how how God can meet our needs. I remember hearing a story about uh, Dr. James Dobson's parents years and years ago when they had when he had his focus on the family about his parents when they had no food but by faith mama would set up plates on the table set up the knives and the forks get the glasses with water and just sit there and they would have nothing because their daddy his daddy would give away their food for other people that needed it so when it came dinner time he would always say when the children when the, when the, when the siblings asked what are we eating tonight and he said don't worry about a supply he said that happened on a number of occasions and when they would sit at the table someone would knock at the door and they would have a meal ready for them wow. now that's some of the stories we don't hear about too much because we haven't been through our trying times but but let's be honest right now is a trying time for us and there's so many stories i can share with you guys and share with you all about things i've heard in the past of how god has moved in people's lives but perseverance requires faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Sure foundation. Yeah. Someone said someone said this said the day I think Caleb and I were talking. Um, if a fire occurs, if your house were yeah. to burn, the one thing should remain that is really all you need to rebuild again, that's and that's right. the foundation. Yes. Sure. Right yeah. now, everyone's foundation is being proven right now. That's so good. Does that makes sense? Yeah, that's, good. That's, so good. Good. that's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, does anybody have anything else? Man, I think I covered it all. That was that's so good. good. That was so many like points about yeah. perseverance. I didn't think about that y'all covered it. Plus y'all are matching it with those yellow shoes too. Y'all look cool. Yeah. Uh, I feel a little left out right now, but it's okay. No, I'm just messing. <laughs> um, and we're all wearing like black and gray. Anyways, okay, so whenever I think about perseverance, um, honestly, I just think about like there's some things that we won't see come to fruition until we just continue to be persistent and just yeah. persevere. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's, I can't like think about this. How many people have fallen short of like the best that God has in store for them just because they gave up too easy. Like I think sometimes we lower our standards and we don't settle for God's best because we give up too easy. And it's really yeah. easy to lower your standards whenever things are tough and you have to persevere. It's easier than ever to lower your standards and settle for something less than God's best whenever it seems like a long, hard season, you have to wait and be patient. But I've heard this said before, but a waiting season is not a wasted season. Just because you're in a waiting season right now, whether it's for a relationship, whether it's for a certain job, or whether you're going through school right now, Mm -hmm. or even during this time through through COVID-19, staying at home, Don't let this waiting season become a wasted season because persistence will always beat resistance. Continue to be persistent, continue to persevere, and God will come through. Whatever God said, He will come through on it. And that's my little thing about perseverance. Yeah, that's good, man. Um, So the next question that we have, unless anybody wants to talk more about that, the next question we have about perseverance is, uh, what's some things, how do you develop perseverance in you? What's some things you can say, hey, I want want to strengthen that perseverance muscle. So what's some things we can do to develop that? You know, the one thing I think about right now is a plant that comes out of the ground, a, mm. a brand new plant. When we sow seeds, seeds don't aren't effective until seeds die. 
So there are different stages to the seed process. Okay. Um, you talked about Joseph earlier during his perseverance. Well, he had he had some seeds that were given to him. Yeah. Two dreams. Dreams. That's right. And really, it was just one dream. But you know, it couldn't grow until Joseph died. What was inside of him needed to break through. And I, I really do believe that during the life of Joseph, if he was a, uh, a tender plant and God planted him, he planted him in soil that no one would have ever thought uh, a, a plant like him, a Jewish man, could have thrived right in the heart of Egypt. Yeah. Right in the heart of Egypt. You know, there are certain plants that are, their success rate of growth is based on atmosphere, environment, uh, tropical plants, mm-hmm. other, other, other vegetation. But in the kingdom, God's word, when it is prophet, when it is given to us in promise, when it's sown, the one thing we have to have is like any plant that grows is patience. Yeah, that's good. Patience is the one factor I think that can't be exempt from perseverance. That's good. Yeah. But the patience to know that God will come through. Time goes by really slow when you're looking at the clock. Yeah. But when you are just focused on God, That's so good. time goes yeah. by faster. Really yes. Time goes by way faster. So in this moment, the best thing we can do is not look at our problem, but have the patience, have the faith to stay moving forward, be consistent, because what's actually happening right now for everybody, everyone, is that we are dying to ourselves. Yeah. And if we do die to ourselves, I'm talking metaphorically, if we are able to allow ourselves to be decreased, by the time this is over, we're going to see some fruit. That's right. We're going to see some godlike characteristics in our life. And some, some of you will get a stronger anointing. Some of you will become wiser. Some of you will have that gift and business ideas. And you'll have been through a process of transformation. And by the time this is done, some of us are going to see each other and say, there's something different yeah, about you. So there's yeah. something better yeah. about you. There's something good that's I good. see in your life. Okay. That's what I think about. Yeah, what I think about what perseverance is, is that it has two things with it. It's when you persevere in yourself, there's, there's always an opportunity. Yeah. I think those two things go hand in hand everything. Every time you meet an opportunity, there's always going to be opposition, right? No matter what right. you're doing. But on the flip side, Anytime you meet opposition, there's an opportunity on the other side of that. They go hand in hand. And so like the opposition that we're facing today is that there's an opposition that we have to stay home. Well, there's an opportunity that we grow closer as a family, yes. right? Yeah. There, or there's an opposition of we have too much time on our hands. Well, now there's an opportunity yeah. to grow closer to God. Yeah. So with everything that comes against us, opposition, there's always an opportunity. And that to me is what the key of perseverance is because I know that, hey, when something comes against me, I know there's a great opportunity. With a great opposition, there's a great opportunity. So I believe that during this time that we have a lot of opportunities right now that we might not see. There might be opportunities to grow, opportunities to you know, get stronger physically or mentally or spiritually. There's a lot of opportunities right now that are right in front of us. I think that if we take advantage of that, we're gonna see when we get to the other side of this, we're gonna look back and say, wow, I grew so much through this even though it felt like I wasn't, even though it felt like we're stuck, we really got stronger That's because right. we decided mm-hmm. to turn this better you know, opposition. Into we're, being, we're being stretched right now. Yeah. I mean, we're right. being challenged right now. Yeah. And we're going to grow. We're growing. What, what people...
think is that when they feel opposition, they think that's the time to step back. No. Right? When people feel a pushback, people think I must be outside God's will. Because yeah. for some reason, or some people, or some people have this mindset of God's will is supposed to mean everything falls together perfectly in place. Wow. Right. right. That's never God. If you read mm-hmm. scripture, if you read the Bible, people go and then things just go out crazy, <laughs> not according to plan, but yet they make the best of it. Right, and they persevere through it. Yeah. And so what people do when they feel a pushback is that they take a step back and they say, Oh, okay, I some things aren't going right, so maybe I need to stop doing this or or God, am I in your will? Because things aren't being perfect right now, so we can question things. But and so what people get confused is they confuse their comfort zone for their calling. And so anytime they feel comfortable, they think that's the, you know, that's where they're supposed to stay when you know God never calls. Well, you know, zone. last time we were here someone asked a question about how do they it was a couple of weeks ago, maybe it was. Um, the question came up, how do we respond and act around our co-workers and be an influence? Well, perseverance is the answer. Mm-hmm. How do you persevere during this moment? What attitude you have, your disposition, your face, your faith, uh, you're going to be show, you're going to become a light to people in this season. Well, they need you. People need you right now to be that light. They need you to be the faith in their world. They need the love of God to come through you, show through you. Um, I also, real quick, guys, I, I, I want to just address all of our business people. Yeah. Uh, if you have a business right now, now is the time to be creative. I know that we've seen restaurants that started drive throughs that didn't have a drive through before. They don't have a drive through window. They don't have uh, the, the driveway. The, the, the facility for it, but they became creative because this pandemic stretched them. They persevered through it. Yeah. Now we see restaurants now jumping on board, doing delivery, call drive-throughs, and they don't have a drive-through. Like you said, not everything has to be perfect. Yeah. Not everything has to be done right. The, the, the key is, are you able to challenge yourself to look past the problem and further beyond and find a solution. Faith. Faith is the key for perseverance as well. I think one of the ways to grow in your perseverance is not just to celebrate major victories, but also celebrate like minor victories or smaller things. Not just like the mountaintop moments, but it's like those steps leading up to the mountaintop moment where you can celebrate because, I mean, it's just going from one party or one celebration to the next one because I think a lot of times we rob ourselves of joy and celebration and even self-encouragement whenever we say, I'm gonna wait until everything is all like this yeah. way or until I arrive to this destination. Whenever it's all about enjoying the journey, enjoying the process, because I mean, you know what I mean? Like hindsight's 2020, like you look yeah. back and you'll be mad like, it would have been so much better if yeah. I would have just enjoyed it like on the journey. That's good. You know? Yeah, and um, last thing I'll say about this question, I was thinking about uh, developing perseverance. How, how do you really develop it? But like really to develop perseverance, you have to go through something, right? right. Like, that's how you develop right. it. And I kind of think of it as kind of like a pain tolerance. You know, the way to you know, have a more or a greater pain tolerance or be able to take more pain is that you have to go through something painful. Yeah. And I was thinking like, you know, children or infants, you know, the reason why they're crying all the time or everything hurts them is because literally if they get poked on the, on the arm, that's the most painful experience they've You know, they don't have a high pain tolerance. And so the way to, 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 to develop perseverance and any 
anybody who's lived long enough, who's been through something, knows that the way to develop it is that to go through. That's the good. It's like yeah. it goes back to saying like it's like a muscle. Yeah. It's like experience is the best education. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's good. Yeah. So we can go back. Let's go back to the plant example. Um, you have to be vulnerable mm -hmm. to be open to be affected by the elements in order to grow. A plant always has to. A plant needs sunshine. A plant needs water. There's not always someone there to water it. But unless it's open to the elements of the world, it can't grow. That's so good. So being being just being susceptible, not just susceptible, being vulnerable sometimes, being open, not being afraid, and saying, let this do what it needs life, and I'm gonna grow from it. That's yeah. good. So make being concerned about like you know, pride. If you have pride in your life, you can't persevere through anything. No. Because to persevere through something, you have to admit that yeah. you're going through something. That's right. But if you have too much pride and you say, hey, I'm not going through anything, I'm not, everything's good here, then you're not able to persevere properly because you're letting pride step in. Well, you know, and, and Jesus prayed that prayer in John 17. He said, Lord, don't take my disciples out of the world, but keep them in the world. Mm -hmm. Don't take them out of the problems, keep them in the problem, but grow them. Yeah. And develop them. That's good. So that's being vulnerable, and you can't be afraid. You know, you, you have to be willing. We're not saying, uh, you know, by all means, we're not saying be unwise and don't wear your mask. I went to Lowe's the other day, and I wore a mask for the sake of others more than myself. And uh, you know, felt kind of funny, felt kind of strange, but I wasn't the only one doing it. But the truth is, is that in this moment, no matter, I'm not going to complain about these circumstances because I'm learning a lot myself. As a man that has pride, I mean, you know, we can walk in and try to be machismo about it. And I'm not wearing no face mask. You know, you're not doing it for yourself more than you are somebody else, and it's being considerate. That's right. Well, but I'm going to be open and vulnerable. I'm going to be open and grow from it in my character work. That's long-suffering. That's patience. I may not feel fearful, but there's somebody else that we're helping them, so I have to let go of my pride and say... You know, this is something good for me. I'm learning how to be considered in this season. But let's talk about the flip side of that. What it actually does to your spirit, man. This is where the fruits of the spirit begin to grow mm -hmm. in your life. That's mm -hmm. good. That's good. I think I'd like to say something about that too as well. Because perseverance and endurance, when you look them up, they're very similar. Actually, I wrote down what endurance means. It's the power of enduring an unpleasant or difficult process or situation without giving up, without giving way. And I think oftentimes, like us as Christians, we can tolerate a whole lot of things, but we've got to understand that we have the anointing to rebuke those things as well, just to get on the spiritual side of things. So in other words, I'm saying when you're, you're going through something and you're tolerating it, I think the complacency of today can cause your activity tomorrow. And so there's there's power in getting on your knees. So while we're waiting, you know, while we're waiting for Jesus to come down from heaven, Jesus is waiting for us as a church to stand up. Yes. And the way to stand up is to get on our knees. It's an oxymoron, but to get on our knees is to stand up. Okay. And that causes me. I know in my life when I've gone through really difficult situations, and we have gone through some tragic moments as a family, honestly. What caused me to persevere was that walk with God that I had. But seeking Him, again, I always go back to that, the secret place. Seeking Him in that, those moments. When life gives you lemons, 
people always say make lemonade, but I say when as the church, when when rocks are thrown at you, make an altar, build an Ooh. altar, that's good. That's good on the and, and just that's what's causing me to persevere. <laughs> to persevere, honestly, through the years, because otherwise I would not be here today. I would not be sitting here today if I did not have God on my side. If I did not have the spirit of God inside of me, I mean, who knows? I'd probably be in prison or I, I don't know where I'd probably be six feet under. Who knows? But thank you for, he said his grace is sufficient. That's another thing I wanted to say. In those moments when you're really having a hard time and you don't have the strength within yourself, he says that in our weakness, he makes us strong. So when we yes. lean into him in those moments and we lean into his grace, which he says is more than enough for us, that's what's going to cause us to endure in those moments. So that's, that's my little part. Yeah, that's, good. that's yeah. really good. Yeah, yeah. That's a great way to end that question. That gets a really... Awesome. We could talk all night, y'all. Yes. Y'all, this is yeah. Oh, that's really, so the like next it. next question that we have regarding perseverance is now some scripture. You know, scripture references. What's a scripture that you keep close to you when you're going through something that that reminds you the power of perseverance? I got one scripture. It's something that I've been holding near and dear to my heart recently. It's Galatians chapter six, verse nine. Yes. And I'm gonna paraphrase it some. Yes. But it says, "Do not grow weary in doing well or well doing." because in the proper time, you're gonna reap a harvest out of it. So but then right. at the end it says, if you don't give up. If you don't yeah. give up. And like, that's a huge, that's what it's really hinged on. Like, don't give up on doing good. And if you don't, you're gonna reap a harvest. And I'm just like, yeah. that's God's word. I hold on to it, I think it's so powerful. Galatians 6 and 9 was my scripture as well that I was gonna refer to because not giving up is the key. Yeah. No matter what you're doing. Uh, Sometimes you have to lose some things to win some things. Yeah. Sometimes you do have to give up some things in order to give in to other things. But I, I really believe that the attitude and the characteristic and the of tenacity. Sometimes the uh, the stubbornness that we have inside of us, God can take it and actually use it for something good. Yeah. I've always said to parents when they've asked me about their children, and we've talked to our some of our church family about uh, some of the you know, some kid, some of their, some of the kids or some of the children may be uh, stubborn. I always feel that when your children are little, the more stubborn they are, the more potential they have to succeed in life because they get fixated on something in their mind. They want it. They'll stay with it. And they're consistent. They've learned consistency as a child going after things when they want something when they got their mind dead set on having it. They're going to go after it and nothing's going to stop them. Well, those characteristics get inhabited by God's Spirit, and God converts us, and God changes us, and that stubbornness will work out for good. So when I see a stubborn child or parents come and complain about the kids, I always tell them, hey, that's going to right Now, whatever stubbornness we've got in us, and everybody has it, let God use it in this moment to take a look at the author and the finisher of our faith to endure. Don't give up, don't give in, keep pushing, pushing forward and being consistent. Consistency pays off. That's good, that's good, that's really good. The scripture that I use and I extend from to me is uh, Luke chapter 21, verse 19. Uh, but just to give a little bit of context because sometimes you don't have the context, you can't really understand um, what Jesus is saying there. But so during Luke 21, 
Jesus is talking to his disciples and he's, he's telling them about the end times and he's telling them that there's going to be, you know, wars, rumors of wars, and there's going to be persecution, there's things that they're going to have to go through. And he's telling them all these things where his disciples are, are listening to Jesus, talking about all, the, all these things to come and how it's going to be great successes, but there's also going to be some great persecution. And so they're listening to Jesus with these big eyes about what the future is going to hold. And then he closes all that with um, Luke 21, 19. And he says, but, he says, stand firm and you will win life. And that's a very short scripture, Luke 21, 19. Stand firm and you will win life. But I've helped that close to me. Because yeah. anytime yeah. that I feel like there's things coming against me, yeah. anytime that I feel like there's, there's a, a great force or, or, or task or problem coming against me, I think of Luke 21, 19 and say, yeah, I just remember the promise of God. Yes. I just stand firm yeah. in this moment. Yeah. If I maybe just put my feet into the ground and say, no, I am staying where I want to, you know, I'm staying the promises that God's given me. I'm not going to back up. Right. Yeah. I will win this life. That's promised to me from, from Jesus. So I think about Luke 21, 19 when I need that, that extra room for why I need to do what, I, what, I, what God's right. to do. Someone's dependent on you. Someone is always depending on you. You are the lifeline to someone else. And if we give up, or actually other people are losing out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. I have two scriptures that I'm going to share. Of course, all the ones that y'all said too. Uh, but these are both out of James. And uh, one is this. Because uh, we know, I mean, he, the Word of God says that we know that we are going to have trouble in this life. In this world, you will have trouble. But Jesus uh, reassures us that he had overcome the world, so that we'll, we'll have the power to overcome situations in this world that we go through. But um, out of James, uh, the first chapter, it says this, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing, it's a test, every trial is a test for the believer, of your faith produces perseverance. And let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. And I think right now in this season, I don't know if y'all agree with me, but I feel like God is doing a whole lot of purging. He's doing yes. a lot of purging, a yes. lot of cleansing for the, uh, everyone of faith right now. God is working on people's hearts. And um, so it's, it's a test. I noticed that in the scripture several times when it talks about endurance or perseverance. Uh, several scriptures mention that that it's a test. It's a test of our faith. And so uh, another one out of James um, chapter one, a little bit later on, it says, and this is the one that I love because this is the promise that we hold on to. Blessed is the one who perseveres under trial because having stood the test, and there it is again, the word test, that person will receive the crown. And I get excited when I say this, when that that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised. To we have a promise at the end of all of our persevering in this world. We have that promise at the end that we got to look forward to as believers. Right. We have that hope that's in good. Jesus. So that's, just that's my part. <laughs> I think we do need to talk about heaven. I think we need to remember that this yes. is not our home. Right. That, you know, we live and we're overcome and we live in victory. But whether we live or die, we still win. God's got this, man. God has got this. We can win either way. Either way. Yes. Haley, you got a scripture? We all took all the good ones, <laughs> but I did find one. It's really good because there's, I mean, there's a lot. There's so yeah. many to choose from. Mm-hmm. But Romans twelve twelve says, "Rejoice in our confident hope in Jesus." Parentheses. Be patient in trouble and keep on praying. Yeah. Simple, and we're definitely in trouble right now. So 
I think everything else said is so true. We just got to stay consistent in prayer. Yes, right. so you have to keep the thing. Yeah. That's good. So that's some, those were some scriptures that can help you out, church families, anything that y'all need to look back on. Um, so the next question that we have, and it's going to be something that's more of a personal story for us, but what are some seasons or a struggle that y'all or, or we have gone through that has built up or we learned perseverance through, or that we look back and say, that's something that I really strengthened that perseverance muscle inside of me? So I, a lot of you, I'm not sure if y'all know this, but I actually lost my voice completely like five years ago. Uh I feel like it was six years ago. Mm -hmm. I lost track of time, but completely lost my voice. One day woke up, had nothing for like a whole month. Couldn't even talk, couldn't even whisper barely. And I was was in worship. And so I couldn't leave, or actually leave worship I was playing, but I couldn't leave scene-wise for like almost a full year. Like I was just, it was gone. And so I had to go to so many doctors. And so during that time, like I literally had to persevere yeah. beyond what my situation was. Yeah. And I went to like the top of the top doctors in Texas with, for vocal cords for, um, for, for voice, and they were even telling me, they, I mean, they didn't completely crush, crush me, but they were realistic, and they were like, well, you have scars on your vocal cords, and I mean, you know, of course your voice is going to come back, but it's going to take a lot of therapy, it's going to take a lot of this, and you're going to have to really just compose yourself, and so I was discouraged, to be honest, and like, I went through a season that I'd never gone through, yeah. of like, dare I say depression yeah and so I I wanted to say that because it it I grew so much through that and so like the opportunity I had to realize was from God like obviously God didn't do that to me but he was going to use that to grow me grow my faith yeah and coming out of that season I can look back and say like I was a totally different person yeah. And so, like, during this time, like, as we're home, as we're, if you're just at home all day, if you're with the kids, whatever, like, turn on some worship music, like, have your, yeah. have your mind set on Jesus, and he's going to grow you in this season. Yeah. And it's not going to be wasted. I love what Kayla yeah. said, like, a waiting season is not wasted. You mm-hmm. know, it's how we handle those seasons. God's just waiting on us. Yeah, like, Mom, what you said, like, God is just waiting on us to come, come to him. Like, he... He's not going to compete. I heard this uh, from Holly Furtick. God's not going to compete with Instagram. He's not going to compete with, fa- compete with Facebook. All these distractions. God is just waiting on us to step up and be willing to to seek Him to change. You know, I want to I want to add to Haley a little bit because if you can just imagine what it would feel like if you think of the one talent, the thing that you have, what makes you distinctly different in your life. Imagine that one gift just being completely taken from you. And it, it it seemed like it was like put on a shelf. When Haley went through that overall deal, yeah. the whole ordeal, I, I've seen the depression, saw the sadness, uh, all the dreams she had, desires concerning that gift in her life just be done away with and watch other people as they watch as they grew. It was a really trying time for her. But can you imagine 
having that one gift and that one strength, your one unique thing about you, just put aside, watching it die, then having the patience, like Lazarus, family, when they, they knew he was dead, four days mm-hmm. dead, yep. having the faith to believe that God would raise him up from the dead again, yeah. that wasn't even in their mind. In their mind, this is it. He's never coming back. It's never going to be the same. And that's the thought that goes through your mind when you go through a trial and you have to persevere. So I don't know how their faith was in the moment when he was prior to his death. But when Jesus comes on the scene and speaks life back into your present circumstance, it makes all the difference in the world. So I'd watch Haley pray. I'd watch her be consistent with church, never blaming God, just yeah. frustrated, but never blaming God. Remember, God is not the God is not the author of our confusion, our trials, or this virus. Yeah. I don't care who's out there preaching these conspiracies or thoughts of the judgments of God and so forth. I'm going to tell you right now, God didn't bring this. That's not our God. Our God didn't want to cause confusion and death and sickness he came to give us hope he came to give us life he came that we might be saved he came to heal us he came to help us so the point that i think needs to be taken in this i don't have a story to share about perseverance but i think we can relate to haley in that we're going to still keep believing it's not over till god said it's over yeah yeah but god's it is his good pleasure and will to give us the kingdom that's good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really good story. Haley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I know you got a story, bro. I think yeah. those two stories are more than enough. I think, I think Slavic has a great story to share about. Yes. So, for me, you know, my personal story, when I really learned perseverance, as some people know or maybe don't know, is that when I was in my high school years, um, my both my lungs collapsed two separate times. Uh, once when I was 16 and once when I was 18, my, my, my senior year. And both of them were, were, you know, really, you know, they were not good both times. You know, doctors said, you know, that should have taken your life. You know, there was emergency surgeries, there was being in hospital for weeks. So both times it was a, it was a really a struggle and persistent through them. Um, but I remember the, the second time my lung collapsed, it was my senior year. I was, I was 18, you know, and um, uh, I, was, I had been in the hospital for two weeks and I was recovering. And uh, the doctor really was really on, was hopeful that I was going to be able to go home the next day. And so that that night, said, you know, the doctor told me, said, you know, said, Caleb, if you can go through the night without your lung collapse, go home. And my mind because. I, I, all my thought, I said, God would never do that to me. And I remember thinking, I said, God would never let me have to me.
hospital for two weeks now and I've been good, I've been, I've been, uh, been really having good perspective on it, but why did you let this happen to me again? And I remember just thinking about, you know, Through my head, she just told me to say the name of Jesus, yeah. and it's to pray through what's going and yes. pray through that mindset. Yes. And so, thankfully, after a while, I finally got out the name of Jesus, and that whole, that whole mind, that whole, all those thoughts and thinking just fell off. I said, you know, 50-50, that's more than enough chance for God to do what didn't. Thankfully, I'm here, so you know, God's right. I'm here, that's right. So that, that was really a moment I really learned um, to hang on to God's word no matter what. Yes. Let's, let's look at some uh, some questions right now. Does anybody give any questions right now? I think... Uh, Jesus went through um, that we can read in scripture that he himself had to persevere through. And if you know, Pastor Bob, we want to say something. I think we all think about the cross. Yeah. Yeah. I think all of us have that in mind, that he endured the cross. We talked about Gethsemane and his prayer time. But one thing we haven't considered was what, what happened on the cross was the pain that was really inflicted in onto him. Yeah. Uh, you talked about your lungs. Yeah. Well, medically, it's been proven that the lungs of Jesus was being filled mm-hmm. with fluid. Yeah. Having a tough time with his arms stretched, with his legs down, crossed, nailed, having to try to lift his body and catch some breath. Yeah. But in those agonizing moments, think about this for one moment. While he was physically unable to barely survive himself on that cross, there was a moment when he looked down and said, Father, forgive them. Mm -hmm. So they don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing, Lord. Forgive them, Father. I think forgiveness in the middle of our frustration 
is the, is the biggest challenge that we can give because when we're going through a problem, all of us want to push the blame on somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't want to ever blame ourselves, but we want to blame somebody else. Jesus never blamed anybody. He never was upset with the accusations of what was said against him in the Sanhedrin. He did stand and he did give some rebuttal to confess who he was. But I think the greatest attribute, the very, the very the strongest characteristic that Jesus had was, is whenever he said, Father, forgive them. Mm-hmm. To me, that's the most mm-hmm. excellent example yeah. of yeah. perseverance. Yes. Yeah. I think I think seeing we all think same thing when he persevered through the cross. Mm-hmm. And it, it's kind of fun and stuff that I was, you know, when I heard someone talking about you know, thinking about it. Who it's so crazy to think about this man who's hundred percent God, hundred percent flesh, right? Who's God but a, a God who's experiencing something that has to persevere through. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. That's something to me, I think it's crazy that our God had to persevere through something. Mm-hmm. And there's a story that, that the guy was talking about, he said there there's a there's a man forgot his name. But uh, he was a uh, he was drafted into the Nazi army at the age of sixteen. Wow. He was drafted into the Nazi army, and then he, at the age of nineteen, he was uh, captured and thrown to a prison of war. He knew nothing about God. He knew nothing about Jesus. Is in this prison of war camp, and he is this you know, doesn't believe in God, but he's thinking, he said, if there is a God, why would he let this happen to me, or let this happen to people, you know, during that time, right. and during this, what was happening, a, uh, an American soldier slipped him a Bible while he was in a prison war camp, and he started reading it, and he started reading the Gospel of Mark, and he read that, how Jesus was persevering through stuff on the cross, yeah. and he read that this man who is God was going through something, like he was going through, like mm-hmm. he was persevering through something. Mm-hmm. Right. And then he read, you know, where Jesus said, you know, oh, Father, how thou forsaken me? And he read that, and he said, that's a God I can follow. Oh, a God who's wow. been through something. Wow. A God who's persevered, because you know, I can relate to that, because I know I've, I've been through some stuff, and persevered through some things. Yeah. So it's a crazy thought to think about how our Savior persevere through things. He, he could have yeah. easily not, have, right? He had all the power to not persevere. He had all the authority to not feel pain. He had mm-hmm. all the opportunity to avoid, you know, right. uncomfortability, but yeah. he did it and he persevered. I think what that's what's, what's powerful is that as he was persevering through, you know, Calvary, he had us on his mind. Yes. You know, and that's why he was right. doing it. Because yes. he saw that there was a promise at the end of it all. Yes. And the promise was that we would be with him. That's so good. Yes. You know? Yes. So that's one thing, fellow, you know, Jesus personally. Thank God coming at all, man. I speak good. one thing about perseverance with, with Jesus and the life of Jesus, and maybe you can expound on this. But when I, I think about the 40 days in the wilderness, how that was, it was a test for him. There's the word test again. But he had to persevere. Through this, through yeah, that. he persevered through his identity at that moment. Because the big challenge for him was, uh, I believe, according to the scripture, was if you are the son of God, do this. Yeah. If you're the son of God, do this, do that. And his identity was being proven in his in his in, his, uh, in that hour of temptation for him. And I think that's actually what what's happening to all of us right now. We're finding our identity in this moment of trying times, this moment where we're being yeah. tested. Is where we find our identity. So, 
Listen, I think we had some technical difficulties. No, sound went in and out for like a minute or two because okay. the connection, we think it's because Facebook's having a lot of traffic right now. Yeah. But then we never got disconnected. But thank y'all for sticking yeah. with us. Thank you yeah. for joining us. Thank y'all. Do, do you have any questions? Yeah. I, I don't, I, do we have any questions? Let's check it out. I haven't seen any questions come through, y'all. Um, I may need to actually, um, if y'all have any questions, y'all, post it directly on the Riverside Church. Maybe post one earlier that we may have missed because I haven't seen any yet. Go ahead and post one, but get posted on the Riverside Church stream on the main page. Or if you're on YouTube, post on the main page. If you post it through a watch party, we won't be able to see it. So you have to post it through the main page. So we'll give a couple seconds. But I think y'all are so spot on. I mean, I think about like, Jesus persevering. I always think about that scripture where it says that for the joy set before him, he endured the cross. We've been talking about perseverance. If you have any questions about perseverance, maybe something that you're going through that you need help with persevering, or maybe something else, or maybe just a question in general in, in, in conjunction to perseverance, feel free to put something on there. We'll wait a minute or two for y'all. Yeah. Thank you again, guys, for joining us tonight. Um, share this tonight. If you feel like it's been a blessing to you, go ahead and do that, and we'll be happy that, that you did. More than anything else, just know this one thing. We are praying for you. We want you to be encouraged. We're all going to come back together again. And I'm going to say this one more time. Don't give in to all the hype and the negativity out there right now. Take a, take a dose. Take it like a grain of salt and consider it, ponder and pray about it. But never allow negative news and all the fear to grab a hold of your heart and paralyze your faith. Stay strong. God is able and God is helping our government and our leadership right now and giving them wisdom. And that's what we need to focus on. Praying. Pray for our president. Pray for our governors. Pray for all of our local governments as well and all of our first responders. And don't forget to pray for those that are working on the front line. All of our doctors and nurses right now that are there working on the front lines, we need to cover them right now in prayer. We need to persevere for them. They're persevering right now, but we need to persevere for them. So, you know what I think we ought to do right now? Let's just let's just end this in prayer right now together. Why don't we do that? Because we're not seeing any questions. If we are, um, so we missed you, we apologize. But why don't we just end this together with you all. If you'll just join us in faith, let's persevere for, for those frontline workers tonight. That's going to be our focus. Because those people that are infected by the virus, we're going to pray that God give them faith and God give them strength and that we have no deaths in our, in our city. And uh, so let's just do this together right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, we are the soul. You're, you're really our soul dependency. We're dependent on you right now. We trust you above all things. We believe that you are alive because, God, you have allowed us to feel and confirm your word and feel your presence. You have never failed us. You have never fallen short of your promises in our life. So, Father, right now, as we all agree right now together, we pray that every nurse, every doctor, Everyone working in the hospitals, in doctor's offices, those that are infected with the virus, right now we pray the blood of Jesus, the protection of God, we persevere for them right now in prayer. We persevere right now, God, by touching your throne. 
by asking you to fulfill the Word of God in their life, Father, right now. For you were wounded for our transgressions. You were bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace was upon you, and with your stripes we are healed today. We are healed. Let healing flow into the hospitals. Let healing flow through the doctor's hands. Let healing flow, Father, through every family. Let there be protection, Father, over every house right now. If you'll agree with me, let's just agree protection over your home. In the name of Jesus, we plead the blood of the Lamb over every doorpost of every family listening to us right now. Let there be peace come into their home. No more fear, no more worry, no more concern when they have to step out into the city, go into town. We pray that there would be no fear that you would protect them and let no virus come back to these houses, Father. By the blood of the Lamb, let your angels that rest over every family, let your angels abide over that home and let them be safe and secure in jesus name we pray and if you believe that you just shout amen right amen. 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 amen we enjoyed it i think we had a great time god bless you all thank you for joining us don't forget we've got this good friday we have a, a live stream with dr philip brassfield we're going to be talking about good friday and we've got the event this sunday for our drive-in service you'll be able to listen from your car We've got an FM transmitter that's going to broadcast our message yeah. straight to you. So you don't have to come in contact with nobody. You can do whatever you feel in your car. And we're going to have a contest, also an art contest, and you can win a pizza party for your family. <laughs> so we're excited about the weekend. God bless. We love you all. Have a great Holy Week. Jesus' name. Love y'all. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to today's message. If you liked what you heard, be sure to subscribe and share it with a friend. For more information about who we are, visit RiversideChurchTX.com.